You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So I thought this was pretty cool. If you're, if you're into your astronomy, you may have seen a story. It was in the news in this last week in uh, early April 2019. It was about two sounding rockets that were launched to an altitude of 320 kilometers from Norway, from far north Norway. Now, they're actually NASA rockets. What they're doing, it, it's part of an experiment which is called a Rural Zone Upwelling Rocket Experiment, or AZUA, because they like their, they like their acronyms. acronyms. Yeah. Basically, what they did, they so they fired these two rockets up, um, and obviously that far north, you you experience the um, aurora borealis, which is the interaction of the solar wind with the ionosphere. The upper atmosphere of the Earth has this uh, this area of charged particles. So it's actually quite a violent thing that's going on. But we experience this beautiful northern or southern lights. Now the southern lights can be glimpsed from where we are on the uh, uh, southern part of Victoria, southeastern corner of Australia. Even better still, from down in uh, Tasmania. You, mm-hmm. you know, the further south you are, the better chance you've got of experiencing the southern lights or aurora. Australis. The Azure experiment was done over the far north of Norway, so it's it's Aurora Borealis that they were looking at. They released from that high altitude, from these rockets, they dropped traces into the northern lights and, uh, and then studied the effects on the aurora. The two rockets ascended into space while on board instrumentation that measured the atmospheric density and temperature in order to determine the ideal time to release visible tracer trimethyl aluminium and barium strontium mixture that's what the trace what was contained in the tracer and these gas traces were released uh, at altitudes varying from 115 to 250 kilometers so very high up and as they fell through the atmosphere the gases ionized and produced colorful clouds that allowed researchers to better understand the flow of particles in the ionosphere which is the upper part of earth's atmosphere that forms the boundary between the planet and outer space the it was result- a little bit like dropping a bit of ink in water where you can actually then see the flow of yeah. that colour through the water. So this is, I imagine how it happened here. They they dropped this gas into the ionosphere and then uh, and that then sort of moved through because you can actually visually see uh, this change in look or this this different colour. Yeah, I mean, the ionosphere itself is a very beautiful thing to look at. It's this kind of shimmering, often purple or sort of green uh, light show that you mm. that you see it uh, if you've if you've ever had a chance and you can see it online there's plenty of stuff on YouTube I think there's even um, live uh, websites which give you live feeds from the northern hemisphere mm. or if you want to see from the roof of a snowbound hut up in uh, up in the you know higher than the Arctic Circle in far north Norway or Finland those sort of places you can actually see a live feed of the northern lights in action but to see this cascading down through the the already beautiful northern lights as these uh, these sounding rockets released their tracer gases it's a spectacular thing but it also had a scientific focus as well the tracer mixtures that were released create colorful clouds that allow researchers to track the flow of neutral and charged particles Azure, this uh, NASA project, will focus specifically on measuring the vertical winds in uh, these regions of the ionosphere, which create a tumultuous particle soup that redistributes the energy, momentum and chemical constituents of the atmosphere. So existing wind measurements from ground-based instruments show evidence of significant structure at scales between 6 miles and 60 miles wide in both the charged particle drifts and the natural winds. It's about 10 kilometres to 100 kilometres in uh, altitude. 
this is the first time that I'm aware of that this has been done where they've actually sort of um, dropped traces into the Northern Lights and uh, we'll post links, but it was a spectacular addition to an already spectacular light show. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.